0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. Uh, I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, we got to get through a bunch of movies, and I think at, at the end of the day, we might uh, actually give a fair review of maybe a couple of <laughs> things. Yeah. And uh, some other things we might just, like... Throw mm-hmm. out our rating and give, sure. like, the you know, couple of minutes really version. quick, yeah. something which we might then go back to those movies at a later date, yeah, or something. Right. But, um, but we got to get moving, <laughs> sort of. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully our best list will come out next week. We'll do our best next week, hopefully, <sighs> <Crap>. yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then that way we can keep it moving, right? sure, because yeah. we got to do it's important, best, worst. Our awards, and mm. then best of the decade. Oh, wow. So we've we've yeah. got uh, all sorts of things to get through, and by the time we get through all that, yeah, you know that's a month, right? That's so, true. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> apart from just reviewing movies, uh, so what may show up, right? Are things like uh, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Parasite, The Report, The Farewell, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, uh, and we'll get to some of those because we need to because <laughs> right. awards they're here, they're yeah. nominated, it's time. they're winning. Things yeah. have already happened. Yeah, uh, but before we get uh, deeply into the movies, um, I wanted to. Uh, so the Critics Choice Awards happened. Yeah, that was on Sunday, and uh, it was very cool. And then immediately following that, we had the Oscar nominations, the release of the noms. Yeah, so I thought we'd go through and kind of. Uh, Run through the Golden Globes, run through the Critics' Choice, how it all compares with the Oscar nominations and whatever, and probably not going to (laughs) bother spending too much time. um, But this will this will give you tons of movies to see if you haven't caught them yet, right? Yeah. But um, not too much time on stuff like you know snubs and whatever and all that crap. You know, I don't really care. (laughs) It's it's not that big a deal, but um maybe things that won and i think it's stupid or <laughs> who knows whatever
1: what's the reverse of a snub when something wins and you think yeah, it's like I, I it's know. like it's, I, it, undeserving it's, is not the right word there's got to be something it's quick it's a surprise i don't i, <laughs> I have no idea what yeah. the opposite of a snub is yeah. um
0: it's a unexpected <laughs> treat a, a snub <laughs> a, maybe a flub yeah, no. I don't know. Um I'm I'm patenting that. But, but I will say, uh the one the one snub that everyone's instantly talking about, which I thought was awesome, is uh <laughs> Greta Gerwig not getting oh, nominated yeah. for director. Yeah. Uh just so that only men can get nominated for director again. So everyone's right. kind of jumping on that. Although uh, you know, there's <laughs> like some J Lo talk, but anyway. Yeah. Um but I gotta say it seems like With a couple of days of, you know, processing everything and it just happened or whatever. But like right this second anyway, right, it kind of seems like that could be the best thing that ever happened for Greta Gerwig's career. Doesn't it? Isn't it it weird? Is that she not get nominated for director because, uh, you know, she got nominated for the Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards Mm -hmm. and now does not get nominated for the Oscars. And now... Like right, it's really everyone's talking about it. Yeah. And uh, apart from the unfortunate events of this year, because there are uh, some movies where people are pretty legitimately impressed with some directing, yeah. right? So if it might have been a different year or something like that, but people were like talking about her winning even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now she didn't even get nominated. Right. So that's well, uh, that's a jokes on her. Wacky world yeah, well, I there guess. There you go. How about that? But if she'd gotten nominated, <laughs> yeah. right? People would have went, "Yay, she got nominated." Right. And, and, look at and it and it, look how inclusive we are. Right. Anyway, right? right. 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 But it would have been sort of like, you know, <laughs> the volume would have been at, like two. People would right. have said, "Oh, goody, she got nominated, and she would be able to say she was nominated forever and all that stuff." Right. But now, now right. people are talking. Now, now there's like a noise. Now right? you win by
1: losing. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I congratulations, mean, Greta. I mean, like
0: you, you got to think, <laughs> yeah, uh, that is that does not equate to a negative for her career overall. Right. right? I mean, right. just everyone is, you know. They like the movie anyway, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a weirdly big deal. Okay, so uh, I'm going to run through all these things uh, real quick okay. so you get an idea of what happened. If you're not in the loop, you can uh, really quickly be in the loop, right? Sort of. <laughs> we loop you. Um, but uh, for terms of, uh, for purposes of just making this go smoother i'm not going to separate things like the globes does i'm you know i'm just gonna say all their things not like you know best make motion picture drama yeah right when i'm just gonna like say all the nominees so for best picture um so nominated right uh, 1917, Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, The Two Popes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Dolomite Is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, and Man, And obviously, you know, that is split. That's just all of them together. So the winners, like Drama 1917 and Musical or Comedy, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which just, you know, so solidly re-emphasizes how stupid those category things are. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not a musical or a comedy. It really feels like a drama to me right. anyway, right? Like, right. how does it, you know, and the things are so stupid. Um, and then, uh, so you go to the Craig's Choice. You basically got all the same movies, but not quite, right? The nominees for Best Picture Once upon a time in Hollywood, nineteen seventeen. Ford versus Ferrari, which did not get nominated for a Golden Globe. The Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, uh, Little Women, Marriage Story, and then two that did not get nominated for the Golden Globes: Parasite and Uncut Gems. Right. So, Parasite, uh, which that was uh, its own big deal because it's you know a foreign movie. Yeah. Um, And then the winner is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this is, I, I got to say, as we mention all the time, this is just splitting the field so thin, right? you know, that... 13% that, wins. That Yeah, like yeah, 17% right. of the vote won, because, yeah. you know, that's the best movie of the year in the sense that, I don't know. <laughs> so I, you're tipping your hand I, I, here. I don't want to go hard on uh, anything right now, but... Uh, For me, anyway, there's no way that was the best movie of the year. That was like passable, sort of. Uh, I think... This is going to be quite a
1: year for lists. I
0: think... So listen, I didn't love Marriage Story, right? Right. Everybody else loved Marriage Story. Everyone's talking about it. Lots of people love it anyway. Yeah. I didn't love Marriage Story. But apart from Marriage Story, I like every movie on that list better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So...
1: E- well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say even Joker, but I guess you—you you well, you like I don't no, know. No, but you actually Joker did, like, was Joker was okay. Um, this is like six. They in one might hand be the same because I was gonna say you were pretty yeah, even about. They, them. they might yeah. be about even. I get because, it, but yeah, still.
0: Uh, I think I think Joker's gone goofy at this point. It's almost yeah. like uh people only like it at this point because it's like some backlash of yeah. people not liking it. Yeah, like <laughs> there's some there's a bunch of people who are like meh. And then there are a bunch of people that go, that movie sucks. And then right. now the meh people go, no, nah, it was awesome. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, so then that right. leads us to the Oscar nominations, which are all the same movies, right? Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite.
1: And Not the that, two parts, Yeah.
0: That is going to be the exact same... Uh, Bonkers split the split, field thing, right? Uh, yeah, and 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 this is a year, and in a way, I kind of like these years actually because uh, mm. there are some years where you're just like, okay, we absolutely know it's gonna win, right? Right, I mean, yeah, right. You just, unless those are the years people don't watch much, unless it's the most bonkers thing ever, yeah. this is the movie that's gonna win this year. I kind of like it better because it, it's going to be like that. Yeah. Anything
1: could win. It's one of those areas There, there where are like
0: three movies on that list that really can't win, I think, or have very little chance of winning. But other I than agree. that, I think any of them could yeah. win. And I, now it's just who campaigns the best.
1: Know. Right. Like who's really going to push all the campaigning Who instead? gets yeah. right. 17% yeah. of the vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, okay, so Best Actress
0: um, – Again starting with the w- with the Golden Globes it's yeah. Renee Zellweger uh, Cynthia Erivo from Harriet Scarlett Johansson Marriage Story Sir Ronan, Little Women Charlize Theron <laughs> Bombshell Aquafina The Farewell Anna De Armas from Knives Out Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart Emma Thompson Late Night Kate Blanchett Where'd You Go Bernadette and this is another one where uh, the Golden Globes sort of I don't know. They, I don't know. They just uh, shout out their uselessness right. because, uh, <laughs> because uh, you know, some of these people should not be nominated. Quite right. frankly, right? But we need, we need to fill the category. But we have two <laughs> yeah. separate versions,
1: or there were better and, and choices, no,
0: and nothing about the women. Or yeah, I'm they're, sorry, they're, there were a few there were better overlooked. choices. Yeah. That's true. Um, right. And so the winners were Renee Zellweger and Judy and Aquafina in the Farewell, yeah, which. I really liked The Farewell. So we haven't covered The Farewell. Yeah, we haven't yet. done it yet. I really liked The Farewell. Yeah. It, it was fun. I didn't love that movie the way a lot of people are either. But yeah. I did really like it. Right. And Aquafina was okay. But I, w- I did not come away from that movie going, guess who the next greatest <laughs> actress right. in the world is <laughs> who needs to win an award. Right. Now, I mean, she's up against some weird things in a way, right? Because mm-hmm. Emma Thompson and Kate Blanchett, who are going to get nominated...
1: Yeah, because... If they make a movie, right, probably. Because, right.
0: But, you know, late night, that was not like Emma Thompson doing great work. Right. It was Emma Thompson <laughs> being great. I mean, she was... Right. She was really good in the movie, but I don't know. Anyway, um, with those... Weird choices. You get what you get. Um, right. You go to uh, Critics' Choice, and you've got again the same people: Renee Zellweger, Aquafina, Cynthia, Cynthia Revo, Scarlett Johansson. Except now, all of a sudden, we have Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o uh, yeah, right. in Us, right? And uh, Saoirse Ronan and Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And I'll tell you the weird thing for me is that man, did people get behind that whole Us getting a nomination? And they're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. She was so great and it sucks because horror movies never get represented and so hooray. Yep. And I thought that was the dumbest nomination. How cynical
1: is it of me to uh, imagine that somebody in a room said, We don't have any people of color. We've gotta throw we gotta throw something because I don't think we've gotta get something. Us was not the film. Us was not the film to deep dive into for what was otherwise, you know, better performances throughout the year somewhere. Right. You know, but.
0: And, you know, this this is just my own personal bias, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's not like I've done acting, right? Come but on. You just don't want to own up to it. You want I've, a Power Ranger. I've watched a lot of acting. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> And right. I've talked to a lot of actors yeah. and everything. And you know what? Nuts just isn't that hard. Yeah. That, right. That's. My take on things. Right. If you're an actor, you could feel free right. to firebomb
1: my email sure. or whatever. Prove you wrong. I love those memes.
0: I just, I, you know, I just, I wasn't that impressed with it. I mean, as far as her work, the, as far as her voice. work, it it was you know, good. She
1: did the Bobby but, Kennedy voice. You know, whatever.
0: I just yeah. thought, I, I thought that was goofy. Anyway, renelle Z- Zellweger yeah. won for Judy, so now yeah. she's got two. Right. Um, and the Oscar noms, you know pretty much the same. Uh, we will see that, yeah. you know, the Critics' Choice still predict these pretty well, except they were all kind of obvious. A, yeah. a lot of the right. nominations how hard were is very locked, yeah. right? right? Anyway. Right. Um, but we've got uh, Cynthia Erivo and Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Saoirse and Charlize Theron, and Re- Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, Zellweger's probably locked, mm-hmm. unless there's some, like, quick backlash. The only thing is you have to vote for somebody else. And I don't right. think Scarlett Johansson uh, deserves it. I thought she was good, but I don't think she was great. I wouldn't be irritated for either uh, Cynthia Erivo or Sir Ronan to get it. I like Charlize Theron. I don't know in this movie that she's doing something that necessarily yeah. deserves an award. That's it, yeah. So it's hard, for, it's hard to get behind the idea that the Academy is going to vote for somebody else. Now, yeah. <clears throat> my own personal theory is that you spend 12 years getting plastic surgery to look like the person you're about to make a movie of. And then all of a sudden everyone goes, wow, you're awesome at being her. <laughs> yeah. I think something screwy's going on. Yeah. That could just sure. be me. Sure. But-
1: She's playing a long game. I'm not I'm not sure that should count. Yeah, (laughs) that's this is almost uh, and it's weird. I was just telling somebody because I watched Judy recently and just said in a lot of strange ways, this is almost the last time frame I can think of that this movie might get that Judy Garland might get her accolades. Like, I mean, maybe you know, Robert Downey Jr. was in Chaplin on the 80 tail years later. End of but anyone people are starting to forget who Judy Garland was, not because she's forgettable, but because time moves forward. Right. And there's all kinds of other people. There are Aquafinas now, and, I remember. And no one cares. And nobody's really thinking of anything except for maybe the Wizard of Oz. But Judy is an interesting wake up call to be like, hey, remember this? And, and you know, the thing she is, she was like, here and she had this the, life. And in the
0: last 20 years, right? Might be the perfect time I, to do I it. could be wrong and this could just be me, right? Yeah. But. Over the course of like the last 20 years, seems like we've quickly been moving towards no one cares anymore. Yeah. Like, no one's trying to get, I mean, specifically about like old movies, right? right? No one's trying to get people to watch old movies. Right. No, th- like, they old movies are themselves just kind of like
1: Petering disappearing from,
0: yeah. you know, the collective consciousness. Sure. So, so these older act ag- like, you know, you said, like, you know, you do Chaplin. Sure. You were lucky to do that back right. then. Yeah. You were in a better place right. to be right. doing it. I mean, and as time goes on,
1: Judy Garland, Sid Caesar, it, like in 10 I mean, years, do like a Clark Gable movie. Right, right. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no Humphrey Bogart film, but still, yeah. that whole idea. So, anyway, sorry, keep going. But I was just thinking this is the right time for a Judy film. Yeah. You know, maybe. Uh, all right. So, uh, best actor.
0: Um, so for the Golden Globes nominations, we got Joaquin Phoenix, Christian Bale, Antonio Banderas, Adam Driver, Jonathan Pryce, uh, Taryn Egerton in Rocket Man, Daniel Craig in Knives Out, which I was kind of surprised he got nominated. <laughs> yeah. Not that he's bad. <laughs> no, I know. But just that, that that's the one. That's like, weird. That's where you go. Yeah. Roman Griffin Davis for Ro- Jojo Rabbit, which yeah. is, uh, quite frankly, a bonkers nomination. Uh, you know, I love him. Yeah. In in that movie. Yeah. But still that is really weird. Somebody else made a musical or comedy. <laughs> I mean, it's just right, nutty. Right, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time and uh, Eddie Murphy in Dolomite Is <laughs> My Name. I do
1: you say anything associated with Once Upon a Time. You're like, so-and-so, so-and-so, Once Upon a Time, so-and-so, so-and-so. You know, it's just – Yeah, yeah. You're sandbagging. <sighs> I am. Uh,
0: anyway, and uh, so the winners were uh, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker and Taron Egerton in Rocketman. Yeah. Uh, which still – there's a lot of bonkersness going on here and I'm not gonna like I said I'm not gonna analyze everything that happened but uh, Taryn Egerton beats out Eddie Murphy that alone is a little crazy and yeah. I gotta think there are some people thinking maybe DiCaprio was uh, better and you know kudos to Taryn Egerton because it's a crazy movie and it's hard to do and yeah he was he was good. He sang I his thought, own
1: songs, man.
0: I thought the movie was he ain't no Rami Malek. Uh, nothing awesome, right? Yeah. But, right? But but he was, but he was yeah, good, right? But there you go. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Critics' Choice, it was uh, well because no, you, you know that it's weird like, because it is what it is. They yeah. have to fill up the I know, category, I know, and they, they have grab to have <laughs>
1: somebody. Is they, are they alive? Throw them in. We got it. And then Who all knows? of a
0: sudden, it all gets split.
1: Maybe I don't know. Right.
0: Anyway, uh, so the Critics' Choice, the nominations were Joaquin Phoenix, Antonio Banderas, Robert De Niro in The Irishman, whose name you did not say it during the Golden Globes, right? Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Eddie Murphy, and Adam Sandler in uh, Uncut Gems, and uh, went to Joaquin Phoenix, and I think that literally might be the worst Critics' Choice Award winner that I can remember, anyway, in in several years yeah uh, i i think i think that's just a bonkers choice among those apart from adam driver and let's <laughs> let's say maybe because he was good but i didn't he's love i didn't love I him in that he's good in a lot of stuff <coughs> but uh i just i didn't i didn't love him in that like i you know came away from that saying there's your combination there you that's it, it just right. wasn't like yeah anyway and maybe Antonio Banderas, although a lot of people are loving him in that movie. But everyone else on that list should have won it before Joaquin Phoenix. And it's not even close. It's not even like yeah. they nudged him Like a close whatever, second. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Nobody like, was
1: drafting here. It should have been blowout. Right. Uh,
0: and, you know, I don't know about Robert De Niro, maybe, uh, in that movie, but he was good. Yeah. I mean, he was... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It uh, that that one's just <laughs> absolutely that absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Uh so then that goes to the Oscar noms which was uh, all the same people again obviously. Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonathan Price. Not even Robert De Niro. Right. No Adam <laughs> Sandler, no yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh it's a little weird. And like Jonathan Price like sneaks in. Yeah. I mean, he was in the <laughs> Golden Globes nominations. Right. But uh, who wasn't? And he's good in that movie, too. Yeah. But I still I I feel like people are giving that movie a lot more credit than it deserves. There's something about a movie where it's just two old guys talking a lot where you're just going to get nominated. I mean, it's, and uh, as right. long as they're actors that people right. know sure. or, you know, are familiar with. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But that was a fun movie. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like to see Netflix just crushing nominations and everything. Yeah. But, and, okay, yeah. right. Anyway, uh, so Best Supporting Actor. Uh, we've got Brad Pitt, Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, both in The Irishman, and Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. So there again, Netflix got three out of five yeah, nominations yeah, like- right there. Um, that so that's the Golden Globes, and uh, Brad Pitt won in once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I also think is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I mean he was okay in that movie and I liked him a lot in that movie and I do not like, really I don't like way. him that much yeah actually he's really good in, that. in general yeah um, but he was really good in that but still uh, anyone in the Irishman. Uh, is more deserving <laughs> i thought and uh probably have to give that to anthony hopkins too if yeah even if i had no one else right right because it's not going there if i didn't have the irishman in front of uh, anyway yeah. i don't know i mean that one's not horrible but i find it kind of surprising that's I the I best think of all was, of them
1: i didn't think he was that for great. all of once upon a time that's the one that should be at the top of them Sure. Picture, Leo, all the other things. Nah, nah, nah. But Brad Pitt, yeah, okay. I yeah, I sure. i that one. Uh,
0: so then uh, the Critics' Choice, same <laughs> deal, except uh, slightly different nominations, because we. It, it's all the same people, right? Brad mm-hmm. Pitt, Tom Hanks, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, except that we add Willem Dafoe uh, in, in the White House, yeah. and it still goes to Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, which is... it. Just more insane. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's I, I don't know. Sometimes you got to double down. I don't know what people are getting out of that movie yeah. <laughs> that I didn't get, but whatever. I mean, that's just me, I guess. Yeah. And then, so that leads us to the Oscar nominations, which are basically the same. Uh, they're the same as Golden Globes, right? Yeah. Tom There's Hanks, no Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt, just no Willem Dafoe. Right. And, And man, I would have liked to see Willem Dafoe
1: get that that one one Yeah,
0: because, uh, you know, for me, it's hard to call him a supporting actor. I mean,
1: that's... Those are two co-leads. That's
0: one of those things where I think the whole system falls apart, right? There's two people in the movie. Right. Total. Right, yeah. Not Not quite like the two popes where there are other people around. Yeah. There are no other people. Right there's like a mermaid for a while, kind of. <laughs> right, right, but right. I mean that doesn't count. And there's kind of like a monstery thing. Yeah, there are no other people. Yeah, and they're both there all the time. Right, how is one of them like <laughs> right. the, lead, the lead and one of them's the support or whatever? That yeah. makes no sense. There's two people locked in a room. Yeah, one of them's supporting actor. Right, okay. Yeah, there you I, go. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, best supporting actress. Uh, and this one's a little weird, too, except I don't like any of the other choices anyway. So, <laughs> right? so you win by default. Now right. So uh, the Golden Globes, right? It's yeah. Laura Dern uh, in Marriage Story, Annette Benning, The Report, Margot Robbie, Bombshell, Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers, and Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, mm-hmm. which, uh, quite frankly, I got to tell you, that's just Kathy Bates made a movie like. nobody's business Uh, nobody's even talking about that movie and it's kind of a bonkers goofy movie with a screwed up version (laughs) of history yeah (laughs) a little little retconning going on it's uh it's very i've heard that it's very weird and i mean she's good in it uh, uh, i guess but yeah uh, you know anyway supporting actress is always the category that i'm like do people just not pay attention to women in movies throughout the year and then go, I, right. I have to I have yeah. to find somebody? So they just start looking through names. Did <laughs> Kathy Bates make a <laughs> movie right. this year? Yeah. Meryl okay. Streep
1: didn't back up anybody. Right.
0: Uh, so anyway, uh, Laura Dern won uh, the Golden Globes. And you go to uh, the Critics' Choice, you at least get a better list of nominations, right? Yeah. Uh, Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson got nominated for Jojo Rabbit, which I thought she was awesome in that movie. As much as I didn't think she was that fantastic in Marriage Story, that's how much I thought she was really kind of impressive in Jojo Rabbit. And Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers, Florence Pugh in Little Women, Margot Robbie in Bombshell, and Zhao Zhujen in The Farewell. You did that. You got that right. (laughs) Look at (laughs) you. That's because I've heard her name like a thousand times the last month um, That's so at least a kind of a cooler list of nominees for me uh, yeah. but Laura Dern still won still, Yeah, and I feel like that one is uh, any chance anybody else had right in those nominees was just exactly cancelled out by whoever else right because yeah. there was uh, you know there were people clearly voting for Jennifer Lopez because mm-hmm. people had been going nuts about her not winning Yeah. Uh, which those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like now yeah. she did not deserve to win. Yeah, um, but that's I, I, that whole I, thing. I think, I think, frankly, that movie. I don't know. You just watched that movie, right? Yeah. And you thought it was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> to hell
0: with you, <clears throat> J
1: Lo all the way. <laughs> Whatever. What kind
0: of, you know, misogyny started? Anyway, uh, so, but Laura Dern won, and I'm not unhappy about that, but I feel like somebody else should have got
1: it. That's another 17%. It, it is, And that's really. not taken away from Laura Dern. She is amongst... With Alan Alda, maybe the strongest parts of that movie. Right. And that's okay. If you tell me she wins that, I'm good. But I also think that that was just all things. I think that was clearly like. There were two votes cast that killed it. I
0: I think that was clearly like uh, one of those splits where, uh, you know, Jennifer Lopez was getting a lot of votes. Yep. Margot Robbie was probably getting some votes and Scarlett Johansson was getting some votes and it just all. You know, they should do, like, the ranked choice voting is what they should do. They should, like, narrow the field and vote again and again
1: and again. I agree. Until until you're voting between two people. And until someone gets 51%, not 11. Yeah, no, I agree. I think
0: that would be great. Anyway, and so that leads us to the uh, Oscar noms, which are just the same people, right? Kathy Bates, Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh. So at least Little Women got in there and Scarlett Johansson got in there. Over but Jennifer the, Lopez didn't over the Golden Globes, right? Uh, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Well, yeah, that's because that's, that's why my girl, every, that's why everyone's freaking right. out, is yeah, because she didn't, uh, she got snubbed, yeah, she didn't even get the nomination. So, I don't know, hooray, <laughs> that's my can't win right there. <laughs> life goes on, life goes on. Uh, <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> okay. So, best director, yeah, uh, the Golden Globes are Sam Mendes for 1917. Uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, which is uh, already huge. Like, the Golden Globes started yeah, out right. their list of nominations in, like, a big way, right? Yeah. Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, and Todd Phillips. Um, mm-hmm. And the winner, Sam Mendes for 1917, which was kind of a surprise. Um, I thought so. Now – generally, I did. Now, obviously, it wouldn't be as much of a surprise Um. But when the Golden Globes happened, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't seem like people were talking about 1917 yeah. as much. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, lots right. of people, everyone's, every, talking, everyone's about it. talking about it. And yeah. what a great movie And it wasn't it is, being and,
1: drowned out by all the other noise. It just wasn't being talked about. And right, I just assumed, right. like, wow, that just came and went in their minds. Like, there's nothing there that's stuck. Right. Like, weird. And
0: uh, so, uh, so going over to the Critics' Choice... Uh, the nominations, we've got Bong Joon-ho, Sam Mendes, Noah Baumbach for A Marriage Story, Greta Gerwig for Little Woman, Women. So that's a interesting. Uh, they get to both get nominated right. for director. Um, the Safdie Brothers for Uncut Gems, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino. And the winner was a tie. Yeah, uh, that's weak. Which is kind of awesome because at this point we're up to, I think, like 350 members or yeah, something. Yeah, um, uh So Bong Joon-ho for Parasite and Sam Mendes for 1917. So yeah. they tie. There you go. Um, and then going to the uh, director, which we already kind of talked about, the nominations yeah. for the Oscars, Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, and Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. And that could be weird. Yeah. That's one now where it already tied for the critic's choice, right? Right. At 17.1% right. or whatever. Right. Um that's one that's gonna be weird because you know there are gonna be people who are gonna vote for Martin Scorsese no matter what. Yep. And now Sam Mendes already has two. Right. Uh people love Parasite, and there are probably people voting for Tarantino no matter what, right, that are splitting this. That's know. anything, yeah. That's going all sorts of directions. Yeah. All right. uh, And the rest of this will probably go really quickly through, right? Uh, Best screenplay. uh, The Golden Globes don't split it, right? So uh, theirs is just Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, The Two Popes, and The Irishman, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 1. The Critics' Choice for original, you've got Once Upon a Time, The Farewell, Knives Out, Marriage Story, and Parasite. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. And for Adapted, you've got uh, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, and then Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, The Irishman, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, and The Two Popes, which is kind of an awesome group of things yeah. that nominated. And uh, Greta Gerwig won for yeah. Little Women, <clears> which it really is. And it's such a weird thing to think about Little Women, um, to think about like you know, well, for people who've read the book, like, you know, right. you know, whenever something's adapted, you're like, well, I wonder to what extent people yeah. who read the book yeah. see this differently. Yeah, And you try to think that that seems like a weird thing to say about little women. Right. But in this case, uh, things are like a little different, different. than yeah. your average little women that comes out right. every decade, somebody remakes it or You're whatever. Right. Yep. And this one, it's a little messed with yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And if you haven't read the book or you haven't seen, you know, any eight, of the previous eight other versions yeah, right. or whatever, yeah. <laughs> You actually might not get like kind of the full experience of, of why this being this different, is different and yeah. Why it's a different thing. So anyway, that's kind of cool, right?
1: I don't remember the book terribly well, but I remember at least two of the other films. And when I started watching, I went, "Wait, what?" Right. Wait right. a minute. Oh my god! And it kind of draw my drew my attention in in a way, and I was like, "Well, what's going to happen now?" Right. Because right. I know what's supposed to happen, but maybe things are shuffling. Is actually an it, interesting perspective and no wonder she's getting some accolades for it. So and uh okay so the so that's uh, takes us to
0: the noms uh for the Oscars. Adapted is Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Just Mercy, Little Women and the Two Popes, and Original is Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So
1: basically everything is still the same (laughs) movie. Which is really weird. Because the screenplay to nineteen seventeen is seven pages long. Well, watch (laughs) him walk here. He hears here. Right. Goes there. (laughs) Done. Finn. You know, and I'm like, what? Finn. That's a hell of a a screenplay. That's interesting. You got the nomination for that. But
0: what I do like is I really like that uh, Knives Out got recognition. Sure. Right. Because it's as much as everybody likes it and, you know, everyone is in it it's right. got plenty <laughs> right. of stars to get you to pay attention to it <laughs> yeah. Right. right uh, but it's a easily overlooked dismissed terribly film, and, right and, it's, and yeah you know it's kind of like uh you know a detective story that's not taking itself that seriously that mm-hmm. does kind of a lot of like tongue-in-cheek moves and stuff like that yeah that's like the first people they're out the, they're the, like i'm the done The first thing yeah. people are like oh but it's not like Oh you're Oscar not serious? Worthy you're not serious whatever. Yeah. Right. Goodbye. Go to the Globes, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh so best animated feature the Golden Globes yep. nomination uh Missing Link, Frozen 2, The Lion King, Toy Story 4, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World and Missing Link 1.
1: That was a weird surprise for and me. And that is a
0: serious yeah. surprise. And that's awesome uh because I just love to see the studio sure. uh get the recognition. Especially over those other things. Um, and the Lion King, quite frankly, shouldn't count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was animated, Mark. It's not. <laughs> These aren't real lions. They don't it's talk. The, it's,
0: the whole, it's their whole story of making it again is that it's not it's animated.
1: animated. It's animated. It's, it's live
0: action. They don't talk. Anyway, uh, (laughs) animals don't talk. They don't talk, Mark. Right. Anyway. um, Yeah. But the Missing Link won, and that was that was really a surprise. And for the Critics' Choice, uh, the nominations, uh, all the same ones, right? Toy Story Four, Frozen Two, How to Train Your Dragon, and Missing Link. But also, uh, but not The Lion King. Because why? They got it right? Why? Because <laughs> it's not animated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also well, adding in why abominable and oh, yeah. I lost my body, yep. which I lost my body's awesome. Um, I not that. But Toy Story four won, and I just don't know. I mean, I'm not it, surprised. It, it, Whatever. I'm not surprised either. But it was. L- it was okay. What other Pixar movie are you going to give know, it to? Just, it, not, yeah. It's, it's, that's where you're going. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was like a lot of split on that too. Yeah. I so. bet.
1: Actually, that's probably another one.
0: Um, so then the Oscar nominations, How to Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, um, not The Lion King, <laughs> not Frozen 2, mm-hmm. Klaus. Yeah. The uh, Netflix Christmas movie, yeah, which is really good, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, um, but but a Dark Horse, nevertheless, a surprise. Yeah, that's a to weird the nominations one. that Frozen Two, right, didn't, didn't get nominated yeah. there. Uh, all right, I don't, I don't know if how much time we got we should uh you're doing should, all right you're close you're almost at the end right. here all right well actually there's a lot well you do um, it. okay best foreign language movie I- i'm gonna go through some of these Kay. actually differently yeah. best foreign language movie i'm just gonna say parasite one uh <laughs> no the golden the golden globes parasite one the critics choice and uh, you know nobody knows these movies anyway right um, uh, but there's painting glory, not. portrait of a lady on fire, the farewell. Oh God, I forgot that was this year. Le Les Miserables. portrait of a lady on fire. That yeah. was
1: that's that's really early in the year. Oh man, I forgot all about that.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know the Critics' Choice basically the same nomination, except they threw in the Atlantic's. God, I forgot all about that. Um, the uh, Oscars threw a real curveball at everybody and nominated. Corpus Christi and Honeyland along with Mm. Les Miserables, uh, Pain and Glory, and Parasite uh, instead of like The Farewell or Portrait of Lady on Fire, they switch switch those out. So that's actually kind of weird. Original song, uh, the Golden Globes gave it to uh, the Rocket Man song, I'm Gonna Love Me Again. And other nominations, right, were Into the Unknown, Spirit from The Lion King, Stand Up from Harriet, Beautiful Ghost from Cats, uh, which is sort of hilarious. The uh, Critics' Choice did not nominate any songs from Cats, so Hmm. we've got that going for it. But they did nominate Glasgow, uh, the song Mm -hmm. from the movie Wild Rose, which uh, the Golden Globes ignored. And not only did they nominate it, but it tied for the win <laughs> with the Rocket Man right. song, yeah. uh, which I don't love the Rocket Man song, frankly. I mean, <laughs> I I don't. It's a weird thing because I don't actually consider myself a song critic anyway, but I have to right. like vote for a song. It's right, so it's kind of strange. Um, but the uh, <laughs> the Oscars took some strange moves with the whole thing, right? They. Nominated the Rocket Man song, I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough, which the Critics' Choice also nominated, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, uh, Stand Up from Harriet, and uh, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4, which nobody else nominated. Right. But they did not nominate uh, the song that tied for the win at the Critics' Choice, so... That's a strange So that's one. a strange, yeah. And that is, I got to tell you, that song, Glasgow, I mean, like I said, I'm not a music critic, but that clearly is the best song. Right. <laughs> right. That's, right. There you go. That's just all you need to know. <laughs> uh, okay. So the score, um, Joker won the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice, and uh, both are goofy right. uh, choices. Um, you had uh, Alexandra Desplat in, uh, or Desplat, in Desplat, uh, I guess, little, yeah. little Women. Right. You had Randy Newman in Marriage Story, Thomas uh, Newman in 1917, Robbie Robertson with The Irishman, all of which are like way better scores yeah. than the Joker score. Not taking anything away from Hildur daughter. Yeah, good luck with, yeah. Yeah. Um, because actually, it's not like it's a horrible score, right? I don't know. It just it wasn't the best score for me. Uh, the <laughs> nominations uh, from the Oscars were Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars, and The King. And uh, cinematography. Uh, let's see. Okay, so now we're we're at the point where there are no Golden Globes, right? Right. Cinematography. It, it, yeah. uh, the Critics' Choice, uh, Roger Deakins won for 1917. The uh, Oscar noms are The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Best Production Design: The Critics' Choice winner was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I, you know, okay, not a huge fan yeah. of, especially given some of the other choices like uh, Parasite, 1917, The Irishman, even yeah. Um, the nominations for the Oscars are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Uh, and that's one where I think the Oscars got it right because I think Jojo Rabbit getting a nomination for that is better than not. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's say best editing. This one is kind of funny because there was like backlash because Lee Smith won the Critics' Choice for 1917. Right. Right. And I I I, I think it's funny that.
1: Again, this is like I, screenplay I, to me. I,
0: well, that's I that's, get it. That's basically what people I, are saying on the right. internet. They're yeah. like, so it's like one shot movie some, is four somehow shots. You, yeah, it, and you edit it
1: well, <laughs> right? But you had to pick which thirty-five minute shot to use. Yeah, you, I, I get mean it. You gotta I get it. you gotta not. And maybe that's really hard. I don't you, know how many people have you to. You do gotta that, not know editing sorry. to yeah, think yeah, that right.
0: that to think that that shouldn't win is to not know what goes into editing yeah it's not like they actually just made the movie out of one shot they just right. made the movie look like it's one right. shot right <laughs> and and so you don't know that there's editing happening in That's a strange a way thing.
1: in a strange way that validates the Al- award although
0: like, yeah. although i will say this though um the editor award right the editing guild award went yeah. to ford versus ferrari right. and i'm I'm with them. Yeah, okay. We'll yeah, <laughs> I I, I, I agree have, with that I don't way way more. With that. Yeah. Um, the Oscar nominations, right, for best editing: Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. So okay. the winner not even nominated right. for an Oscar. Right. Uh, hair and makeup. Uh, <laughs> Such the, a funny the, argument. The Critics' Choice went to Bombshell. Uh, the nominations for Oscar are Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, and 1917, which, I mean, Maleficent is just like we couldn't find something else to pick. That's yeah. like a goofy choice. Costume design, uh, the Critics' Choice winner, uh, Ruth E. Carter for Dolomite Is My Name, did not get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. The nominations there are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, visual effects went to, the Critics' Choice went to Avengers. And the nominations uh, are Avengers, The Irishman, 1917, Lion King, and Star Wars, which uh, hmm. that's, a, that's a rough crowd. And then that's, that's the end of uh, the things that they're Oscars for, but still left for the Critics' Choice. Best Young Actor Actress went to Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit. Best Acting Ensemble went to The Irishman. Best Action Movie went to Avengers Endgame. And I don't know that there was a lot to choose from there that (laughs) had a chance of standing up. Right. Best Comedy went to Dolomite Is My Name, which was kind of awesome because at the awards, uh, Eddie Murphy got like our version of like the Lifetime Achievement kind of thing. So, I mean, that was was cool. But uh, Best Sci-Fi or Horror went to Us, which is... God awful, but the other things you could choose from were Ad Astra, Avengers, and
1: Midsummer. Well, so, Avengers wins that. I mean that category. I, Sorry. The, like, well, see, it's such a it's such goofy films, thing. Avengers is the clear winner
0: there. It's such a goofy thing because they make it best horror or. I know. You yeah, know? I, and yeah. you're like, well, but wait, what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's that's a weird one to vote for.
1: I okay. want them to do like best actor or actress. I just want them to get real gritty. Right. Like quit doing musical or horror and best, put them put people yeah. against best, best actor director or, or cinematography. Yeah, <laughs> just get people in there and be like, one of you win <laughs> it. That's it. Who did the better job? One of you is like, better. It than should the be other. like it should be like a bingo call. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take the ball out. Who's this? They'll just be completely actor. You know, random. So. Sure. all right. Uh, I bet so people would watch that show. Uh, they would.
0: So uh, right. we got to actually I'm do do some movies, and we kind of did a little bit. Actually, we did uh, little sprinklings of things, but you know. But we got to do we uh have tons of time. But we can do a couple. We got to do Little Women. Uh the okay. first the first All thing right. we're going to do, do is that. Little Women. Um, <clears throat> because I'm going to give shit away. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because I'm like that. Yeah. yeah uh, mm-hmm. I gave it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> and, coming out of the gate. and it's
1: going to be my number one movie. Wow, look at you. So take that. That's that's pretty impressive. Um where am I? Oh, there it is. I, I didn't have you at 10. edge at nine. I gave it a nine and a half, which is, I mean, now we're just splitting hairs. Right, um, right. But the only thing, it's funny to only have one small minor thing about it, which only came about from how much fun I was having watching it. It's really fun. It's really refreshing. It's well acted. It's well directed. The screenplay is great. Yeah. It's very creative in how the linear story that you're probably used to is actually told in Flashbacks and and flash forwards. I mean, I guess it depends on if you start the film. Looking backward, I guess, and then you have to establish you're looking at flashbacks. But really, right, right. you know, you're seeing things out of time instead of one linear story. And it's kind of humbling and exciting to think that no one thought of that before. Right. Nobody ever did it. They always just said point A to Z, go. That's how what Louisa May Alcott did. So we'll do that too. Right. And Greta Gerwig was like, you know what? I think this is actually more interesting if we inter splice events from past and future. And, and she's right. And you, know? and, and you get, I think,
0: the best thing about doing that, which is why. I would, I would vote for her for best screenplay. Sure. Um, Absolutely. The reason I think that is awesome is because I think it really makes all kinds of things in this book hit way harder. Like you I do too. see, it you does. see, like wh- here's exactly why she's going to act like this in a minute. Right. And you get, you get all of that to come yeah. together. I think so much better than just telling the
1: story. In the hands of Greta Gerwig and with the cast she had, she certainly could have told the linear story and still made that work. Cause I think they all had the ability within them and the talent to show it. Yeah. yeah. But man, you're right. It's more effective. It's more effective this way. My only knock against it is from my memory and my memory isn't perfect, but one thing is stood out really clear. Um, it seemed to just take some liberty with you knowing the story instead of telling the story as if I'd never seen or heard the story, little women before there's a, there's a big part here, especially when um, it's past the halfway point where they're talking about, uh, And I'm, this is a spoiler, but not really if you've ever seen or read it, but Beth dies. Right. And there's a, there's a conversation surrounding her that has no gravity to it. And it's not that it's written badly. It's just, you get it if you've read the book. It's right. really just an adaptation at that, and there's like a 10 or 15 minute point where really it's an adaptation for people that loved the book, but if you've never read it, you're like, I don't believe you guys feel this way, but I'm supposed to know it because I would have read 200 pages building it up. Right. That's the only mistake that I think the screenplay and that Greta makes, not the cast. They did, they did great. They sold it. Right. But, and I don't get done, wh- I, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I do, but for the audience, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't get done with a movie and then sit there and think, okay, wait, I can't give that a ten. What what can I knock down? Like I don't I don't do that when I'm watching the movie. I'm like, this doesn't seem to fit what everything else is working on so well, and it stood out, you know, and it didn't really resolve itself. So that's why I'm close but not a ten. Yeah, but see, uh, yeah, but there were
0: other instances like that too. There were some uh, things. It didn't hit me like that. I I don't think for uh, for me, I think. Uh, two two things actually that are kind of like double genius right on top of each other of the way that the story is told is I thought um, because we're jumping back and forth and stuff I thought everything landed better yeah and I also thought that what it did sometimes is that you got confused about where you were a couple times early on you and did. then you watch something happen. And you're kind of removed from it Mm -hmm. while you're trying to figure out where you are.
1: And I thought that was great. Right. Because now you're there. There are parts
0: where, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. There are parts in this where he is like beyond amazing at being an actor because he's acting exactly like that yeah right he's right. not even acting exactly like his character is supposed to he's acting like his character who he knows you don't quite know when he is right now <laughs> right and he's not going to give it away too fast <laughs> right, right and that is crazy that acting. is
1: that's <laughs> an incredible uh, slow reveal that's yeah.
0: like the weirdest thing but there yep. were some times watching him where you're like okay, wait, now am I before this? Yep. Am I, did we go back to after that, yeah. whatever? And he's just talking, doing whatever he's mm-hmm. supposed to be doing, and it like kind of doesn't give it away, right? And yeah. then until it does. And it's or, really effective. Or whatever. Yeah. And one of the things that is so crazy, um, which I think I love about Greta Gerwig, is that she will think of things, she thought of things in this movie that nobody would have thought of that accidentally aren't even possible choices because you would never think about it. Like, for example, right, when we switch through Maybe time when, yeah. uh, all all over the place, she doesn't really change how people look very much. Right. And like, no one, other people would not even think about that. Yeah. You'd go, okay, this is the yeah. scene from 10 years later, so right. get hair and makeup in here and make her look totally different and 10 years older. Right maybe she looks a little older in little, this scene, yeah, right. but it's not like it just jumps out and smacks you. Oh, now we're in the older time. Right. That's it, true. It makes you like, yeah, keep that's true. Wondering about it. Right. Yeah. And I, like, I think that was great, but when it comes to, I, I don't know, stuff like that, there were scenes with, um, I guess if you really try to like tear it apart, there were scenes with people who are or aren't in love with each other at yeah. various at stages, stages there's all sorts of them where I you you might kind of go I don't know I don't feel like you guys have had time to be that in love sure. with each other so that you even care this much about it but I think that the way that the movie does its jumping around telling its story yeah it kind of it maybe it does kind of say look you have to play along a little bit because when i say it's 5 years later right. and they're in love right you kind of have to take my word for it. And I'm like, well, I mean, okay. Uh, like yeah. I'll play along with that. And then when you go, well, it's like this many years later, now our sister's dying. You right. just have to take our you word for take the her, fact that right. they like their sister. <laughs> right, because <laughs> I think, I'm yeah. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I can see they, they kind of sure. don't actually do it. But at some point, the way that they're telling the story for me, anyway, I was like willing to go. Okay, yeah. fine. This is what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I can. I do that and too. play. And you know, it's and love's a different. A, bit, a different movie might have a different
1: this this time period where love is different. It isn't quite, you know, bare your soul. I'm outside of your house in the '80s with a boombox over my head. Like there's actually <laughs> a bit of concealment. Like you just like. I love you. Do you love me? I might love you. Well, then I'll see you tonight. You know, that kind of thing. And that's how it was. But, you know, there's two things, two small things um, I have throughout different versions. I haven't seen all the Little Women versions, but the ones that I saw, they never got right when Amy screws up Joe's book. And this one, man... I wanted to jump (laughs) through there and throttle her for her, because it's just there's a look, there's a look on her face, and there's a perpetuity of 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 motion and emotion that lead up to it, and it's kind of abbreviated. But it's kind of like what you're saying too. It's like if you tell me that's how frustrated you are, I'm there, right? And she sells it, and then in in the best way. I don't mean oversells by overacts. She just nails it. Yeah. And then the only downside is. Right now I'm watching all these ads that seem to be focusing on Emma Watson and focusing on like this thing of she's like just let me have tonight and I'll be a good girl for the rest of my life. And right. I'm like that's not the movie you're going to see. <laughs> right. And I don't think that's necessarily the way to hook people, but maybe they think that Hermione's the best draw, so like, let's let's prob- do that probably, probably I, they've got it. They've got it. But I've got to I've gotta run, think I've got to think Emma is just sitting somewhere and being like shrugging she's like oh god don't do that to the movie. Like right. that's not the movie. Right. So, it's way better than the ads I'm seeing lately have been giving, like leagues better. And the stuff that I just am like, yep, okay, there's gonna be the lake scene or the right, pond right. scene, there's gonna be the book scene, you know, the death, the piano. I know these touchstones. And then when I watch them, I'm like, well, screw you, that's the best I've ever seen them do it. <laughs> right. Like, that's right. awesome, right. you know? So, and it's thoughtful, layered, it's great. Right. You know, it's so great. So, Okay. Um All right, let's see if we can do Jojo Rabbit real fast. Oh god. Uh,
0: and That's get and get through one. that. It oh, it, it is a all hard right. one, but uh it's we, we, but actually like you, said, you, you know we talk else? about him later. Yeah, we will we we'll go back to him and talk about him we later. But I'm actually really before we do that real quick, let's just hear you uh on the Irishman real fast cuz oh, okay. I, I had That's already kind
1: of talked about it a bit. And it was interesting because I'd talked to you both on the show and off about it a bit, and you didn't necessarily spoil anything that I didn't know was coming already. I I don't think that you're wrong about anything that you said, either positively or negatively about it. It is incredibly long. And in some way, I think that even when Scorsese makes like these epic, ice age-long films, that... You get what you get when you get Scorsese in there, but this was exceptionally long, and I don't think it needs to be – this might be one of those films where I'm like, you take an hour out of this, Right it's still long. I still had a lot of fun with it because it is a bunch of people who do work that I love, but I still landed only at about six and a half or seven, and most of that was because – I was just bored. Like, yeah. I don't need to know every single conversation that Jimmy Hoffa has with anybody or any single conversation that Joe Pesci always had. In some way, it's it's kind of like a carbon copy of things that have already been done. Like, I get Joe Pesci is this guy again, but I like how he's a different guy than he ever was in Casino or Goodfellas. Right. And There's a lot of skill on display. There's a lot of talent on display. There's a good story there. It's just too expounded. It almost made me want them to just decide to make it a six-episode Netflix series instead of one three-and-a-half-hour movie. The length of the movie really does no great justice to it. But the only thing I would counter with, though I agree in some places, is I actually kind of liked some of the de-aging stuff. Uh, most oh, of it. Yeah. When when you're when I'm watching it, I remember you saying, like, I'm just looking at it, I'm like, oh God, you know, it doesn't look right. And it doesn't sometimes. Well, right. At, but sometimes but at when at the it beginning does, at the beginning, right. At, sometimes after a when while, it really does, and I'm fine, looking at it and I'm right. like, holy crap, these guys are like that young again. And I'm right. like, No, they're really not. See. So it's kind of a After a while, but, and I think it I think it is too.
0: After a while, once they're only taken like 10, 15 yes, there's a window years there. You can't off push. from whatever yeah, it is, right? But when it's the opening when part of the really movie young, and yeah. we're trying to make Robert De Niro look like he's 25 or yeah, 30, maybe see or whatever he's supposed to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He looks
0: he looks weird. Yeah. But the worst part of it for me is that not only does he look weird, but he doesn't actually look that young. He yeah. still doesn't look as young yeah. as he's supposed to. So he gets out of the car, and Joe Pesci's like, "Hey, kid, yeah, or right, whatever." Yeah, and right, you're, you're, and like, was, what? you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: "You got to sell that a little better." <laughs> you're like, "What are you talking about?" One of the biggest mistakes Hollywood ever made was not cloning that kid in A Bronx Tale that played his son. That everyone was like, because he could have had right. a life of just being like, look, we're gonna do a flashback. Right, we need De Niro's kid. Get that kid. Right, you know. But he had lives of crime and all these problems. But that would have been the way to go. Just like bring that kid in. You <laughs> right. know, he just permanently. I, that's actually what they should just do. Find right? a kid that looks like somebody they famous. Just, and, as,
0: as soon as you make a halfway decent movie, right. We just find a kid yeah. who is for the rest of your
1: life going that's to you. play young you. Because you get stunt doubles. Right. You got young use. <laughs> right, that's now, right. Now that's it. Now, uh, in recent memory, thinking back, like I think that's the least liked film I watched. And my experience was totally different than yours because you had a big – Press screening flew out. Did right. the did the shebang? I got to watch it on the couch when I could pause it right. anytime I wanted. Right. So my I tried to watch it all at once too, and I did with a small window uh, where I stopped, but. You know, I also had the convenience of not sitting in a bad chair, and I had food and and drink. I had enough to comfort me through that. Imagine uh, you're going to watch it
0: someplace where you can't stop it and pause it, and it's it's supposed to start at 7.30 and starts like 40 minutes late, (laughs) and it's three and a half hours long. so by the time that's over you're like i get why i mean this is
1: in some ways this is why opening night for like you know i just saw judy and there was this big thing in there where they're like you got to do really well tomorrow's opening night right the the press will be there i get the first time you experience it it should be the easiest they should be bringing you food all day and (laughs) drinks and you know whatever It, it definitely is a harder you know, if I had to give somebody a list of the top 15 Scorsese films, I don't know that that's really up at the top. Right. You know, I, I liked seeing it because I want to see those know, guys, but. And you know, it was I okay. still, uh, it was just okay. I still
0: liked so much that happened, yeah. right? I still like, mm-hmm. I like the movie, like if I had read this book, right, yeah. I would have probably liked it, right? I yeah, just right. wouldn't want them to make so, every page of the book part, right. of, part of the movie. <laughs> really, yeah. But. This, uh, like we say this all the time, like you said, you know, you could cut an hour out of it or something. Yeah. But it's not just that you watch it and go, look, that should be shorter. No. It was like you watch it and go, you know, once you're an hour in and things are going, then all of a sudden, you know, you get like every five to seven minute like spot where you're like, why the hell am I why watching, am I that, watching scene? that? That's like, too big. Yeah, why
1: is that scene not on the? And there room were some floor? things like, they could have accidentally. Taken a lot of it out. The thing about this is, I've seen Scorsese tell a story that is equally, or maybe more complex, in something like Goodfellas. Right. You know, you got a lot of guys you got to meet, and you don't just put them in black hats and know they're villains. They're all villains, but you got to make them have different motivations. And he juggles everything at a faster pace, and it sticks longer and it's more effective. And he did it with Casino. Right. You know, he's proven that he can do these things. Here, he just kind of felt like, let's just see where we go. I don't know if you felt the same way. I actually enjoyed the latter half of the film much better than the first half of the film yeah like when they're when they're sitting around when joe pesci just finally looks at De Niro and he's like you gotta tell hoffa it is what it is and then they do this six minute scene of like it is what it is he goes it is what it is right it is what it is it is what it is you know and i'm like this is such scorsese bullshit but it is what it is like i love it i'm (laughs) eating this up and i didn't feel that way about anything in the first 40 minutes at all like nothing yeah so Um, like
0: I think like the first half hour, I was actually pretty okay with. Like, yeah. I didn't love well, you anything. Were like, Thank God it started. You I, know I didn't love anything. Right. Um. I I didn't like the de aging at that point. But as far as you know, what actually happens, you know, I was pretty good with it. Yeah. And then there was like after that first half hour, there was like an hour where I was like. I feel like someone's teaching this to me. Yeah. yeah. There's that feeling there is. Like, that I feel feeling. like I'm in a class That's a good way to put where it. they made this movie specifically to teach me about this guy's life, right? As opposed to like watching a movie, right? And like the last hour I thought was really good. It's great. As soon as, yeah. basically, as soon as um, we get to the point where Hoff is in like a lot of trouble. Yeah, as soon as we get to the part where where it we're, is what we're it is, really kind of yeah. heating things up. Yeah. I mean, even before we're like, no, I know. really over yeah. the, over the cliff or it's whatever. To simmer up. Yeah. But once that stuff is happening, yeah,
1: um, I was locked in.
0: Then, yeah, then I'm yeah. interested in the movie. Yep. But God,
1: you have to watch.
0: <laughs> you have to get through like so much.
1: A quick side thing: I don't know if anyone will have the chance if if you watch it on is it Amazon or Netflix? Netflix. Um, I think it's Netflix. Well, if you watch it online, it is Netflix. Right afterward, it advertised like a conversation with De Niro, Scorsese, Pacino, and Pesci. And and I'm like, you know, I just watched three and a half hours. And I'm like, well, let's tack another 22 on. (laughs) And I'm watching it, and it was great. It was like the perfect epilogue to what I'd just seen and in some ways made me not forgive because that's too hyperbolic, but made me kind of lightly forgive all the stuff I didn't like in the first like hour right because just listening to them talk and they they weren't like, yeah we got all this money let's just shoot the shit we'll hang out for 30 days you know right. they were really thoughtful Pesci's really really interesting to listen to and it's really fun watching just Pacino kind of bow down before these people when he forgets he's freaking out Pacino right you know it was a real fun closing to what I had thought I didn't want to watch any more of. Right. Not because I was tired of it, but I was just tired. It, it was you know? interesting. And there's a big difference there.
0: It was interesting when I went to uh, yeah. you know, the premiere to see this and stuff, and they had like the little press junkety talk yeah. to them, and there was uh, De Niro and Pacino and Scorsese were there and stuff. And one of the things that's really interesting that uh, came out when we were doing that, which is kind of such a throwaway like little thing or whatever – uh, that no one would pay attention to is uh, when De Niro was talking about having to get Joe Pesci to do oh, it, yeah, yeah. because uh, because De Niro really apparently, I yeah, mean, according to him, yeah, and, and who knows what exactly it means or whatever. But apparently, he had to like really do some convincing,
1: yeah. To, to, Scorsese to says get him this to too. Do it. He's like, he got so, me involved. Bob gave me the script, and went, this right. is what we're up to, right? Know? Right. But yeah.
0: it was uh, it was. Really interesting to listen to uh De Niro talking. Like, I wasn't sure he was gonna do it either, like right? It, yeah, like right. It took like I was, <laughs> I told him, I Joe, we, come on, here's this thing, come on. yeah, we gotta do and this. And he, he didn't want like, yeah. he wants to be done, yeah, he's like, retired, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's I'm really retired. out, yeah. Right? And and he had to get him back, and you know I don't know that was uh, one of the things that was, was pretty interesting that you can be Robert De Niro, yeah, right, and go come do this movie, and someone goes, eh. Yeah, I'm I'm having a good time right here, and yeah. you're like, "Nah, I'm, come on, we're gonna, we're right.
1: getting everybody back together again." Remember all the good times? I do. I'm doing it right here. <laughs> right. You know, Pesci had one thing where he said Scorsese after after De Niro pushed both of them and was getting everybody involved, and he said, "I remember the conversation I had with Marty." And he looks over and he goes, "This isn't going to be like anybody from Casino and Goodfellas and Mean Streets and Raging Bull." He goes, "You're never going to raise your voice," and and Pesci goes, "And that." that got me when Bob told me that's how it's going to be. Right. I'm not going to be somebody I've already done. Cause he's like, I've already done that. He's like, you're going to be those guys, but you never raise your voice. Even when people raise theirs to you, but we're going to need you. And he was like, I'm in like, I'm kind of doing right, that. Right. And I'm like, man, that's, that's what you need. That's all it takes. But anyway, it's still, it's still fun. And as a Scorsese completionist, I don't think it's something you got to avoid. I just think it's better to watch at home on your couch than right. it is to sit somewhere and 40 minutes late, you know, Dive
0: in. All right. So here's what we're going to do real quick. We're over time already
1: and we got to talk about
0: uh, some other movies and everything. But so Mm. what we're going to do is uh, after awards going into our best and worst and all that stuff. We do have a few movies that uh, we're here and we (laughs) will talk about uh, in the coming weeks and we will make sure and go back over them. But we want but we're just going to throw out our ratings. Okay. okay, so that uh, oh, be good uh, People know sure. where we are yeah, on a few right, of these things. These ready. Fire that away, and I'll follow you. Need you need to go see, right? So, do you remember what uh, you gave the Irishman? What would you give? Oh no, wait, you gave it a seven. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I got it. Um, so yeah, I, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you go first. Oh, gee, I'm writing uh, stuff down. You don't need to write
1: anything. Yeah, I'm, down. I'm okay. writing this stuff. Uh, okay, what do Parasite.
0: You want? Ten. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this uh, is going to be a lot easier than anything. Yeah. And, and I
0: kind of can't wait until we talk about okay. that, which is why I didn't do it now. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, this where is, we this have makes more sense. Because that movie, that movie's awesome. It's amazing. If you haven't seen that or just, uh, for any reason shy away from things Stop. because they might be Go foreign or yep. whatever. Go that, do it. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Okay. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. I gave a nine and a half. Yeah. I gave it a nine. Yeah. And, uh, and, okay. and I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's great. But yeah. Nineteen seventeen. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. So I loved and hated 1917. Yep. And I was sitting there like basically constantly battling with myself about whether or not I love it or hate it. And what ended up, I think, winning out. I gave it an eight. I think I think what ended, ended up like winning out was that it was like weirdly like fun to watch. Like I was, was <laughs> fun to watch. This is gonna be that's a long
1: one to talk about for certain things. I don't know if we could do an hour on it, right. but I kind of agree and disagree with that. But yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it was
0: fun or is <laughs> that I gave it almost the same radio no, you did.
1: No, you're good. Uh we got we the got report for more. Oh, the report. Uh seven and a half. Okay.
0: Yeah. I gave uh the report eight and a half. Okay. Uh the farewell. The farewell I gave a seven and a half. Uh, the farewell i gave it eight and a half too yeah i got problems with the farewell yeah and they're not hard to see but yeah anyway. all right that's all i've got written down right now so we'll do a couple
1: more real quick ones that i got hustlers
0: uh, all right hold on hustlers would okay. you give hustlers i, I kind of know already by what you would ripping you, on what'd you give i hustlers? asked you first but it's my show <laughs> i thought it was our show what come on i gave it an eight. Oh, i gave it a seven Oh, come on. All that
1: build up. No, uh, I don't Judy? I don't like her. Would you would you give Judy? Judy, I gave This is interesting. Judy I gave a 6. I gave it a 7. Ah, uh, okay. You know, last one last one the, I have The way that, the way you said that right at the end, no, I was like, I "Oh my god, he loved Judy." <laughs> the last one I have down that we haven't scored yet is Just Mercy. Michael oh. Jordan. You know, Just Michael Mercy. Mercy Jordan, excuse me. Uh, here's here's
0: my take on Just Mercy that we'll do like super quick before sure. we go. Uh I I gave I I give just Mercy basically uh four and like a nine and a half.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that, Mark. I can't. It's your show. So in the in the end You can't be doing that.
0: In the end I gave it a seven and a half. Yeah. But I there were but it was not because I thought (laughs) it was seven and a half.
1: (laughs) It was not because I watched the movie. I'm just supposed to guess between four and yeah.
0: nine. It's not because I watched the movie and said, oh, that's a seven and a half. It's right. because I hated a lot of it, Yeah, but I really liked a lot of it. Yeah, I know. And I know. Yeah. Parts of it are just irritating garbage, I thought. I'm, I'm at eight. So parts of that movie I thought were so bad that I – might have shut it off. If, if the movie was, if the movie <laughs> yeah. happened at you in a different order, right? I might not have been able to put up with all of it in a row, and I would have just left. To but the listener, loved some of it. To
1: the too. listeners that are here, this will be actually no surprise. Even though we are plus or minus, basically one across that board, really. I actually think there's a lot of differences in there i think that you'll be right. railing on something and i'll be like that was great and i'll right. rail on something you're like you don't know what you're talking about yeah. like that's actually i can see what's going to happen through most there, of there are going to be a lot of parts
0: of a but, lot of those movies except where we're both really high but there are yeah. going to be a lot of parts in a lot of those movies where you know you almost gave the movie a one right and it got yeah right <laughs> and and i'm like what yeah yeah no. No, but um, yeah. So, Hustlers. Since I we talked about it and we're kind of like leaving people hanging. Uh, Hustlers, I thought was fine, right? It yeah. was like seven fineness, whatever. Yeah, I liked a lot of stuff that was in it. I thought it was, uh, you know, trying to be quick and right wrap up a lot of thoughts in in a short way. I thought the screenplay was cool. Yeah. I didn't think J Lo was but all that interesting. But it's not right. You're, you're, yeah. You
1: have a backlash from the, you know, spotlight. It's supposed to be giving her, uh, you know. Again, in some strange way, I'll loop this and then, um, you know, we got to get out of here. But in some strange way, J Lo and Aquafina have an awful lot in common with what I've seen over the last week. I expected very little from them. They provided ample surprise and talent in areas I didn't, I didn't think they didn't have, but I didn't know how to get it out of them. And I am happy with what I got from them. Okay. You know, I just thought you put J-Lo in this kind of film and she's in films so few and far between the J-Lo that I get in a film, it's easy to just punch down on Gigli, you know? (laughs) Right. But it's also easy to forget how absolutely fucking amazing she is in Out of Sight. Out of Sight is an amazingly fun movie (sighs) and she's a big part. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, shut up. You know what I'm talking about? What movie I'm talking about? Her and George Clooney based on Elmore Leonard? Oh, I can't even talk to you anymore. Yeah, All right, whatever. We should get out of here. All right. Uh, that movie's great. Yeah, so next week, uh, we will be wrapping
0: up some other movies, oh, movie's uh, trying so to good. get to uh, anything that was nominated for anything that we didn't manage <laughs> right. to get to yet. Right, yeah. Um, Like Uncut Gems, actually. That's next. I, I don't yep. think we've covered that no, one no, yet. Not yet. um yet. But there are a couple that we still haven't talked about on here. And then uh, hopefully our best of the year. Awards. If we can, if we can all Awards, uh, best. poke pens into our brain yeah, right. enough. Okay. Um, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. It's we'll see you next
1: week. All right. Bye.
0: Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are dot com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to ruscreening.podbean.com or ruscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.